welcome to the podcast today. Hi, thanks for having me. How do you feel about being the first guest on my podcast? So lucky. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm excited about it. It'll be fun. So I'm just going to jump into it, and I want to ask you to tell us about yourself and how you grew up and okay. things about your your personal life. Well, first, I want to tell you, if you hear baby noises, <laughs> that is my two-month-old in the background. True. Okay, um, yes. But what was your question? Just tell us about yourself and how you grew up. And- okay, so I guess I'll just start with the basics, but I'm 22 years old. I live in West Virginia. Um, I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, but mainly grew up in Apex. I have a younger brother who's in the military, um, and then also I have two kids. I have Sawyer, who is three and a half, and then I just had Scarlett two months ago, so she's two months old. Yeah, so we met in elementary school in, when I first moved back to Apex. Yeah, fourth grade we met. Fourth grade, yep, and then... I graduated high school, you know, what, 10 years later or something? Yeah. <laughs> and went to cosmetology school fresh out of high school because I always knew I, like, didn't want to go into college. I didn't want to do all of that. And then when I found out that I was pregnant with Sawyer, it just kind of all lined up and the cards fell into place. Mm-hmm. So went to cosmetology school. How did you find out you were pregnant? With Sawyer? Yeah. I mean, obviously a test. You saw. Right, exactly. You took a test, but, like, what was you what were you, were you feeling like well the fun thing is that the ob told me that i was not ovulating okay so they tell told us me that what I, ovulating means <laughs> <laughs> so they told me i couldn't get pregnant so it wasn't in my head at all um but i had missed my period you know how it normally starts for like five days and i was like okay well i'm just gonna take a test and i took a test at seven o'clock at night and if you know anything about pregnancy tests, you're supposed to take them at first thing in the morning because they're clearer. But it was a blazing positive at 7 p.m. <laughs> at night. <laughs> so, you know, in typical 18-year-old fashion, I was like, this is not real. And two hours later, I took another test and at 9.30 at night, and it was positive again. So, Was Carter with you? Yeah, he was in the bathroom with me. And what were your reactions? I fell on the floor crying, <laughs> so it was it was very shocking. Um, I don't think anyone, I mean, none of us, like, expected that. Obviously, I just thought it was going to be like, oh, I'm late. I mean, nothing was ever regular, so I expected it just to be fine. Right. But, yeah, that's how I found out that I was pregnant. And telling your mom, I know this story, but just how yeah. did, for people who maybe are a teenage mom, or maybe they're, you know, are pregnant but scared to tell people like what was her reaction how did you cope how did she cope because at the time you were just living with your mom and your brother Kelsey right yeah so and Carter we did long distance for right he lived in West Virginia going to college and I was in North Carolina sorry my doorbell (laughs) Um, but anyways so I mean telling parents that you're pregnant is I mean, it should be exciting, but when you're in high school, it's terrifying, so... Yeah, you were just about to graduate high school. Yeah, it was in March, and then I graduated in June, so March is when I found out I was pregnant, so I mean, it was very nerve-wracking. Yeah, so I found out I was pregnant in March, and then I graduated from high school in June, so obviously I wanted to tell my mom, but the first person I did tell was my stepmom. Because I felt like it was the 
I don't know, it was a less... Less scary. Less scary, yeah. More of a friendship bond. So I told her, and a couple days later, I told my mom, and I didn't even tell her. We were sitting at the table. Oh, Oh (laughs) it's storming. Just uh, (laughs) ignore the thunder. So we were sitting at the kitchen table, and I was eating Panda Express, and my mom and my brother were eating (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And... (laughs) She was like, you're acting weird. And I had already planned to tell her during that dinner or after. But she's like, you're acting weird. And I was like, why? And she said, you're just being really cuddly and emotional. And I started crying. And she just looked at me and she said, are you pregnant? And (laughs) my brother was in the middle of eating his Chick-fil-A sandwich. And his mouth just fell open. And I'm sitting there crying looking at my mom. And (laughs) I was like, yes. And she didn't expect me to say yes. Right. And so I was like, yes. And she was like, oh, my gosh. And immediately I was just crying, telling her, I'm so sorry. Like, I disappointed you. Like, I know this. And her response was, it's okay. Like, this was meant to happen. Yeah, Every- she's very, yeah, things happen very the way they understanding. should. Yeah, and it's not that I expected her to have a bad response. I didn't know. I had no idea how she was going to respond But, I mean, it's terrifying, especially, I mean, like I said, it's an exciting thing when you're pregnant, but when you're 18 and it's still in high school, it's... Well, it's breaking the traditional sense of the way life, you know, people think you go to college, you meet a person, you get married, you have a baby, you buy a house, or whatever, you know, so it was... But your mom's not traditional, which you're lucky for that. Right, exactly, because I know other parents would immediately have a different response. Oh, yeah, we know people who have had bad reactions. Yeah, I got very – I have an amazing mother, so I got very lucky with that one. So, okay, um, you mentioned earlier that when you found out you were pregnant, you were doing long distance. So kind of tell us about your relationship with Carter. How did you meet? When did you meet – you know, like, when did he move? Things yeah. like that. So we started dating in October of 2014. And then in February of 2015, Carter's parents said that they were moving. His um, dad got a new job, so they started doing... We decided that we were going to start doing long distance. And so we did that um, until we found out that I was pregnant with Sawyer. Which was March... March of 2016. 2016. So we did long distance for like a year and a month. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, that was the most difficult thing. But then... He moved here... So he moved here March 2016. He mo- I no, keep we found he- out I was pregnant in March of 2016. And then he moved here in May after he graduated. He from, moved to North Carolina. Right. So now, now we're almost at six years together Uh and then we've been engaged for a year and a half now yeah yeah he proposed at christmas yeah on christmas day which i feel like some people are like that's on a holiday blah blah but it doesn't matter yeah it was special for us and it was like it was the best thing to like obviously i was girlfriend and then mom and baby mama but i was like, like, like you know like being having the title changed to fiance is just like you know, it hits different. No, it's definitely different. Oh, 100%. And it's like making a... I mean, you already committed to each other, but it just it just gets more real. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah. 
So you said your feelings about finding out you were pregnant, you were scared and nervous, you know, to tell your mom you and Carter were both, like, what, freaking out? Yeah, I mean, we were definitely freaking out. We didn't know what we were going to do. We knew that it meant he was going to be moving back. True, I forgot that, yeah. yeah. we didn't. So the first thing, I think we told his sister before... No, we didn't. We did tell his parents first. Mm-hmm. So we he told his parents when he got back in town, maybe, I don't think it was that weekend. I think it was the next weekend. Mm-hmm. His mom was shocked. <laughs> um, but they they were excited and understanding, right? They were. They, I mean, they were scared. I mean, Carter's done a lot of growing up since when we found out that. Oh, we yes. Pregnant. Yeah. So, I mean, so have I. We've both changed so much. So. He told his parents, and when he finished high school in May, so two months later, he moved in with me, my mom, and my brother. In Raleigh, North Carolina. Or Apex. In Apex, yeah. yeah. So he moved in with us, and we lived with my mom until Sawyer was six months old, and then we got out and got our first place together. Yes, you got your first apartment in the same apartment complex that me and my mom were living in at the time. So it was... Flashback to fourth grade when we lived in the same oh my gosh me and ariel one time or another have always lived in the same complex honestly so um what were your you know you're 18 you've just graduated and you go to cosmetology school and you're working well i feel like a big part of at least that i want to talk about with sawyer was i had extreme nausea Like, there's a term for it. It's called HG, but I don't know what the actual name of it is. But I lost 20 pounds. I remember, And I was out of school all the time. Mm -hmm. And people would always be like, why are you out? Why are you so sick? And I was like, I'm sick. And I was blessed with some amazing friends in high school that did not tell people. Oh, yeah. No one knew. And so the day I walked on the graduation stage, the girl that was in front of me for walking out, I was like, I was like, hey, I'm pregnant. Did you know her? I'm not going to put that in. (laughs) Um, But anyways, I told the girl that was standing in front of me, I was like, I haven't told it. Like, I I haven't told anyone that doesn't know. And I was just like. That was the day you texted me. I just want to say that there was a time period, Ariel and I, I don't want to say we weren't friends because there was no falling out. We just didn't. We didn't hang out. No, we we had different friends in high school. Exactly. We were doing totally different things. But I remember the day. We graduated. Ariel texted me at like two thirty in the afternoon, like way after graduation. I was me and my mom had just got home, and you no, you messaged me on Twitter. Yeah. And you said, "Hey, I just want to let you know I'm pregnant." And I remember screaming to my mom, "Mom, Ariel's pregnant!" She's well, like, "What?" I wanted to wait until I was out of high school. I didn't want the drama of people staring, especially not having my significant other with me at school I was going to be the only one getting anything from it like so I didn't want to say anything about it my teachers knew they knew why I wasn't there and everything so but no one I mean really no one found out so then the day we graduated I told that girl and then um I took a picture at graduation with Carter and I posted it on Twitter because you know Twitter at the time (laughs) yeah so I posted a picture of my graduation picture with her. I remember it. You and, and the dress. Mm-hmm, and an ultrasound picture 
and I said, I can't believe I graduated high school today, and I'm bringing a baby into the world in December. Yeah. And everyone was just like, I mean, I got very positive feedback, whether people were talking about me behind my back, whatever, but I got a lot of positive feedback, so I mean, it was... It was good to finally, like, I don't like holding in secrets, but, Uh. I mean, that was something that was just, like... Well, you were not the only one we graduated with who was pregnant or had a baby, so I feel like even if people did have stuff to say, it didn't freaking matter because we were done with high school. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about, let's talk about you when you moved into the apartment because that's, you know, that's where Sawyer spent the majority of his life thus far. So, how was it? You were going to school, you were working. Yeah, so I worked part-time, and then I was going to cosmetology school. And if you know if you know anything about cosmetology school, it's 1,500 hours. And so you go long. 40 hours a week. So, we got the apartment when Sawyer was six months old. So, I was in cosmetology school. I was working part-time. Carter worked full-time. Oh, yeah. So, it was very... It was literally the most exciting thing. I still remember, like, going in and, you know, looking it all over before Carter and I moved in because it, we had been living with my mom the whole time, and we had, at that point, we had lived with her for a year, over a year, almost probably a year and a half. It doesn't even feel like, well, probably to you, but it yeah. feels longer, but. But, I mean, it was exciting. I mean, Sawyer had had his own room at the house, at my mom's house, but still, you know, I got to decorate everything how I wanted it to, and it was my own place I mean when we first moved in we didn't even have a kitchen table I mean so our whole dining room was just empty it had a mirror and it was but it still was the most it was yours yeah Yeah, it was yours yeah you finally got to be like a family in your own place right exactly so how about you know so you were pregnant you went to school I've said that 80 times that you were pregnant well, that, that was my life so yeah oh my gosh so okay you had Sawyer when you moved in he was six months old so let's talk about so your birth story after birth like the day of you know the right. day after postpartum so like I said with Sawyer I was insanely sick yeah I couldn't keep down water I couldn't keep down ice I, I remember was, like there are still foods I cannot eat and so you know even it was so bad at one point I was crying on the stairs at the townhouse and when we lived with my mom and she looked at me and she's like we can do something about this if you want to and at the time I was maybe like eight weeks pregnant I had you mean abortion "Mm -hmm." yeah and so I just looked at her and I was like no that's not an option for me if it's other people that's just not my thing right and so I that's what I said to her and after that, I continued to... Th- I threw up until I was almost 20 weeks pregnant. I remember... Because um, you... So you messaged me. You found out in March. And you told me in June. And we immediately started hanging out again. I remember I came to your house you just a me. few days after. And I brought you clothes that me and my mom had got you. And I remember being... We hung out a lot while you were pregnant, like almost every day, because I was, you know, I was working, I was single, and I lived with my mom, so, you know, I didn't mind, but I remember you going to the hospital a lot, you were so, so sick. Yeah, I feel like you and I became really close, because also, the friends I was friends with in high school went away to college. They went away, right. And we just all grew apart, and you were close, you were, like, my, like, you know, I don't know how to describe it. 
Um, the thing is, I wasn't doing regular high school people things. Right. You know, I never, not that I was a perfect little kid in high school, but I, I didn't mind just hanging around and watching Netflix all night, well, like, you know? Well, I periodically and threw up in the bathroom. Right. I did not mind, and I felt like... You know, I enjoyed being there for you, but I do remember you always being sick. And I remember eating lots of junk food with you. That was the best part. Yeah. Cookies all the time. Well, with with going into labor with Sawyer, I was 39 weeks and like, no, it was 39 weeks in one day when I had Sawyer. So for two weeks leading up to having him, I was doing all the at-home things that you can do to induce labor because I was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I, like, had gained my 20 pounds back plus another 40. So I was so uncomfortable. And so I was trying everything I could do. And my mom was like, I want my hair done. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, we can do it. So we went to Sally's and we got the stuff to do her hair because I didn't have my full license yet. And... While we were there, the lady at the checkout was like, how far along are you? Which is brave of her to ask me, but... Uh, it was obvious. Right, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm 39 weeks exactly. And she said, do you want to know how to, like, induce your labor? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've heard this. This woman had to have been at least, like, 60. Yeah. And she looked at me and my mom, and she said, have the roughest sex you've ever had in your whole life. Uh, no. Yes. And I was so uncomfortable, and I was just like, ha-ha, okay. Like, what did they, your mom say? My mom just was like, I mean, you know my mom. She yeah, was just laughing. Yeah, she's like, that was awesome. Right. <laughs> so we went home, and my brother had an indoor soccer game at, I don't even know, not Net Sports, the other one. Dream Sports. Yes, I XL, think so. Whatever. Anyways, my brother had an indoor soccer game, so we went, um, no, before we did the deed, like the lady said, and we went to the soccer game, and as we're sitting there, Carter wasn't with us. He was hanging out with Richie. Oh, gosh. So, um, at the soccer game, I started having contractions, and I was like, I think this is contraction, so I started timing them, and it was probably like 7 o'clock at night, maybe, while we were there, and then we get home. We went and got Wendy's, still timing my contractions, got home, and my mom was like, maybe you should rest and lay down, and I was like, if I lay down I'm terrified these are gonna go away right I was like so no we're gonna do your hair so I did a full foil highlight on my mom which takes like what three hours yeah especially when I'm not I wasn't fully I'd only been in school first not even six months oh true so I did a full foil highlight on my mom and I did her roots as well and by the time I was finished with her hair I my contractions were a minute and a half apart so Carter comes home and I'm like, get all the stuff. The hospital bags were packed. I was so overprepared. Um, and so he got the hospital bags from upstairs. And I said, get the car seat. And he ran upstairs. And he said, it's not up there. I can't find it. <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, can you please? So she goes up there. And it's sitting in, like, basically in the oh, middle of the of room. of course. So he gets the car seat. And we head to the hospital. And I just tell my mom, wash your hair out in 15 minutes. Like, I'll text you when we get to the hospital. Um, so we go in. And they check me, and they're like, you're not dilated enough. Your water hasn't broken, so we're going to keep you for an hour because his heart rate is going down a little bit and just, you know, make sure you're okay. And I was like, me and Carter were both kind of disappointed. You know, we were very excited to have a baby that night. Oh, of course, and you're like, get this out of me. Right, and so the nurse left the room, and not even two minutes later, 
I thought I was peeing myself. And I looked at Carter and I was like, my water just broke. And he's like, what? And so I pressed the nurse button and I said, I think my water just broke. And she comes in and checks and she's like, yep, that's your water. And I was like, so am I going home? And she said, no, honey, you're having a baby. Oh, that gives <laughs> and me I chills. Was like, I was like, okay. And she left the room and Carter, he's going to kick me for this, started jumping up and down. <gasps> no, I did yes. not know this. Yes, he was so excited. We were both oh, so excited. Oh, my gosh. So I was in labor for 17 hours. Um, I only pushed for 30 minutes, which I thought was, like, so impressive. But with Scarlett, I pushed for eight minutes. So, I mean. 30 is pretty impressive, It is. It's a lot better. You got very lucky with both your kids. Yes, definitely. Besides being sick. But I feel like no one tells you, probably for a reason, a lot about, you know, what goes on with labor. I didn't realize how horrible, at least for me, because I know it's not for everyone, but for me, recovery was the worst. I couldn't walk right for two weeks. Mm -hmm. I, like, thought I was going to be myself 24-7. It was so bad. And... That was probably, I had a little bit of postpartum depression with Sawyer, and I think a lot of it just had to do with how much I was in pain. Right. So, I mean. You were in pain. Your mom was working when you were, because you were living with him, doorbell, (laughs) because you were living with her when you first had Sawyer. Carter was working, so you were probably alone often. Yeah, my mom took a week off of work, and Carter had, like, five days. Okay. After that, we I was by myself. I was 18 on my own at home 24-7 with a brand new baby. And you're, so you have a new baby. You're like, what the hell do I yeah. do? What are you thinking? What are you feeling the first night you come home with Sawyer? The first night we came home, I'll never forget it. He fell asleep in his bassinet and I'm, he's sucking on his pacifier and I, for the life of me, I was like, can they sleep with a pacifier? Yeah. <laughs> which is the stupidest thing. Yes, they can sleep with a pacifier. It actually prevents SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome, uh-huh. and which I was terrified of, which every new mother is. And so I remember Googling, can babies sleep with a pacifier? And it was like, yes, it's good. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm good. I got this. And I, so we slept with a nightlight on and still do with Scarlet because it just, I, I have to see their face if I roll over. Right. It can be dark. So, the first night home was definitely nerve-wracking. I mean, I was obviously up every couple hours, and at the time I was breastfeeding, so that's even more added on to it than just giving them a bottle. So, I mean, it was it was very nerve-wracking. So, let's just talk. I don't want to go too much into it, but let's, um, you know, not when you first have a baby, no one talks about anything the mom goes through right and you just touched on postpartum you said you were tired what is your body going through and you don't have to go into too much detail but you know what is your body going through and how are you trying to cope with walking around and not being in total pain it was difficult like you like I said like you said I couldn't walk right I couldn't sit right I was trying to figure out how to breastfeed, and I had every problem that you have with breastfeeding. I had mastitis, which clogs your ducts. It gives you a fever. makes you feel like you have a fl- have the flu. I had thrush. Sawyer had thrush. And basically, fun fact, it's just a yeast infection on your boobs. So it's a bunch of fun. So I had all the problems associated with breastfeeding, 
and then also recovering and I I mean I bled for like a month and a half mm-hmm. which I mean, it's normal it's totally normal but I just didn't expect it to be as gruesome yeah and Sawyer it, was in the hospital when he was a month old with thrush right no he had RSV RSV yeah what is that tell? it's a respiratory um infection that babies get especially when they're younger they just can't fight it off um they call it the kissing virus. They say if, you know, someone kisses your baby that has something going on, it that's how they get RSV. And he was a winter baby, so that makes it ten times worse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, um, I went to, the, I took him to the doctor because his breathing was off. His oxygen was really low. I don't remember the number, but my pediatrician was amazing. I loved him. And he said, he looked at me and he said, we're calling an ambulance and you're going to, mm-hmm. I can't say ambulance. We're calling an ambulance, and you're going to have to ride to the hospital. Oh, my gosh. That makes me want to cry just thinking about that for you. They put his car seat on a gurney. Oh, my gosh. And they walked us out, and everyone in, you know, the doctor's office is staring at me. Oh, of course. And I called my mom prior to that because I couldn't get a hold of Carter, and I'm like, we're on the way to the hospital. His oxygen's really low. So my mom and Carter ended up meeting me there. Are you shitting your pants? Oh, yeah. I'm crying. I was a mess when I came in. I had on, like, blue leggings and a blue sweatshirt because I got no sleep the night before. Uh-huh. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. I looked horrible. I know it, but which doesn't matter. But it was just, it just showed. You could see it on Yeah, me you see very... this young mom with a very brand new baby. And, yeah. Even, yeah. like, not being young. I can't, like, even, I feel like even if you're 30 and this happens to your baby. Oh, of course. You're be... going in a bathing suit if you have right, to. Right, exactly. So, my mom and Carter met me at the hospital, and Carter's mom drove down from West Virginia. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, they... Because Carter still had to work, and I didn't want to leave the hospital. So, he was in the PICU for three days. So, he was. Yeah. So, then... Which is just the pediatric NICU. So, then he got... No, pediatric ICU. Right. So, then he got switched over to, like, the normal, just, like, pediatric unit... And then my stepmom came, and she stayed a night with me. So people switched off and helped me. And, I mean, it was scary. And when you're young and you're in the hot, like, when you're young and you have a baby, a lot of people are going to look down on you, and they're going to think you don't know what you're doing. And so. And moms are so judgmental. I'm not a mom, but I see. But it was even, like, the nurses Uh at the time were just, I was scared to hold him because he had an IV in his arm. And when babies have IVs, they have a board behind their arm. Mm. So a board that was keeping his arm in the position that needed for the IV. And it was, it just looked so uncomfortable. So traumatizing for you. Yeah. And he had an oxygen tube. I mean, it was, it was scary. So serious. Yeah. Yeah. But. So you said that you weren't able to breastfeed for very long. Talk about, did you feel guilty Were you just like, I just want to do, obviously you want to do what's best for him, but I know most moms want to breastfeed. It's cheaper. It's natural. It is more work, but you know, most moms want to. Yeah. So it was when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to breastfeed. That was like, it's like the ultimate bond that you can have with your baby and they need you all the time, which they do in general already, but just with breastfeeding, it's the same thing. So that's always what I wanted to do, and I was so excited for it, and I don't think I realized how much really went into it. And so with Sawyer, I breastfed him for two weeks, and he ended up needing supplemented. 
Um, so I supplemented him with formula and breastfed him. And then I decided to just exclusively pump. So right. every two hours during the day, I would pump. And then every, you know, and then he also had to eat every however many hours he was eating at the time. So it was a lot of work. It took a lot out of me because I was taking two hours of time that I wasn't spending with my baby. You know, every two hours I was taking time that I wasn't spending with him. I was just pumping. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot mentally. So when I decided to finally stop that, um, I think there was a lot of guilt for me. But also Carter was kind of disappointed. And... Once we had a talk with, like, my mom, me, and Carter, it was best mentally for me to stop because it was so straining. It was way too much, and I was happier. He was happier. He gained more weight when we started formula. Mm-hmm. With Scarlett, I breastfed her for three weeks, mm-hmm. but she wasn't gaining any weight. She lost too much weight. She was born 6 pounds, 12 ounces, and she lost down to five pounds seven ounces Mm -hmm. and they threatened to put her in the hospital and you're like heck no and they yeah they diagnosed her with failure to thrive and they said if she doesn't gain weight in the next five days she were she's gonna have to be admitted and just flashbacks from Sawyer being in the hospital and I was like that's not happening so I completely stopped breastfeeding that day completely formula fed and she gained a pound in four days Mm -hmm. I remember it was ultimately the best decision and each mom has to pick what's going to be best for them. It's just a lot. I knew with Scarlett that if it got to the point of me having to exclusively pump again, that I would not do it because of mentally, especially with having a three, three-year-olds are needy. I mean, baby, kids are needy. Like having a toddler and also having a newborn exclusively pumping was not going to be possible. Right, right. So um, I'm going to jump back to Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, so what when you're living in the apartment he's getting older and stuff let's just talk about expenses now i live with richie it's just us two yeah we're 22 years old richie and i we've struggled there's been times we've had negative nine in our account yeah try adding a baby now two babies onto that but when you are you're just in your new apartment let's talk about expenses how were you unprepared? Were you prepared, you know? So I feel like when we moved in, we our rent was the cheapest that we could find in the area. And we lived in Raleigh. Um, it was a great neighborhood, too. Oh, definitely. It was, it was gated. It was amazing. It was raleigh Cary, kind of near Crossroads. And so I feel like the excitement just really took over. But then every single month, we struggled to meet rent every single month. And you and were both working. Both yeah, working. You were I both was working. I going to school. Right. Sawyer was in daycare. At first, we did some family members. One person watching one day, the next person the other day. And it was exhausting. And so eventually, he got put in daycare. Daycare is expensive. It was basically a second rent. It's so... When you told me... What you paid just last year with six months, I oh, my gosh, jaw hit the months. floor. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's it was expensive. Every everything's expensive, and I mean, especially once he was on formula, it's formula is so expensive. Mm-hmm. So we definitely struggled, and I ended up getting Wick, which did help, but he couldn't have the formula that was with Wick. So at the same time, it didn't really help if he couldn't have it. There wasn't the really a lot right he couldn't eat just like raspberries and stuff yet exactly which is the stuff you get with wick right so expenses i feel like at a young age you still you struggle anyways with money but then add a kid into it and 
being in an apartment. And it's hard because, like, friends don't, people don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely, it was difficult. It was hard. And it's still difficult. Like, we still struggle. I mean, that's why, I mean, we can get into that later. But that's, I mean, one of the main reasons we moved. Yeah, actually, that was going to be my next question. So you lived in the apartment in Raleigh with Carter and Sawyer for how long? We lived at the apartment from July of 2017 until July of 2019. So two years. Yeah. So let's just talk about that. Um, You had to move to West Virginia six and a half hours from your friends and your family. Yep. Uh, Tell us about that. So Carter's family has always wanted us to move here. Mm -hmm. It's... And all of his family is here. Brothers, sister, family, mom, correct. dad, everyone. I mean, literally, they're all born and raised in this town. So they've always wanted us to move here. And we come for summer and holidays and everything ever since Carter and I started dating. And I love it because they have, like, their whole family connected and it's fun and everything. But it's a rural town. The closest Walmart. Walmart, okay? Not even Target. I'm from <laughs> Raleigh. Like, not even Target. Target's an hour and a half away. For a small one. The nice one's three hours. Oh, my gosh. And, or two hours, I guess. And then um, Walmart, the closest one, is in Ohio. Mm-hmm. We live right on the border. We live on the Ohio River, basically. So, the closest Walmart is 30 minutes, and then the nicer one is, like, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, it, I Huge knew. Change. I knew it would be a culture shock. So, I always was like, we're never moving there. We're not doing it. And then... In April of 2019, so last year, I something hit. I wasn't happy with where I was working. I was super, I was struggling with my anxiety. I was cutting hair. You and Carter were struggling financially. We were struggling financially, and I was so sick of it. And his dad told him, like, he can get a really good job if we move here. So we started, it was really me who was like, we should do it. And it wasn't a grass is greener thing. Like, I wasn't like, it's going to be so much better there. I right. knew it was going to be such a struggle. And when we first moved here, Carter couldn't even get a job for two months. We moved without him having a full set job. I forgot about that. Yeah, so. Which, and. He had opportunities. There, Nothing was just firm, set in stone. So he was out of a job for two months. So we really struggled. And then he got his job and he's working, which is, I mean. The place that he works at is great. If it paid a little bit more, it would be even better. But it was never a grass is green on the other side type of situation. Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to be the biggest struggle. And it still is the biggest struggle being away from my mom, my dad, my brothers. You know, he's out on base. But, I mean, at the same time, it's, it's been difficult. Right. So you went from working. You worked very often cutting hair. You were a barber, basically. I worked full time. And Carter couldn't really find a job in North Carolina with what he wanted to do. Right, exactly. Yeah, he always did construction, and Uh. then he got laid off. And that was where we struggled. So for three months, he did not have a job, and we relied on Uh. my job alone and credit cards. Yeah. So when that happened, he ended up getting another job with one of my mom's ex-boyfriends, who's such an amazing person. He is, very So, much. he worked with him for six months, and it was good. We were making more money, but it wasn't enough. I mean, I feel like, is it ever enough? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's never... I mean, people always want more, but you were struggling 
sometimes to pay your bills, I don't want to put you on blast, but, you know, it's not, it just wasn't what you could do. No, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it was definitely a struggle. So, you moved here. You're not working anymore. You're staying home with Sawyer. You're not pregnant yet, right, when you move here. So, you just have Sawyer, and Carter finally goes back to work. How was that going from working so much to not working at all in your home, basically alone all day? Because Carter works some nights. Right. Go from being a working mom to moving to a new state. So I go from being working full-time. I felt exhausted. And part of our thing with moving to West Virginia, a big part of it was that I would stay home and be a stay-at-home mom because Carter would be working enough. So Carter basically makes what we made together in North Carolina. That's insane. So, right. So me staying home, it, it gave me the opportunity to stay home. So that was what I did. It was a massive change. I was not used to spending, I was not used to spending that much time with Sawyer. So it was a big adjustment of really like re getting to know him a lot more because I was with him all the time. He was used to being in daycare and you know Mm -hmm. everything like that so it was a big adjustment and for the first month or so Carter didn't work so it was kind of just like we were just hanging out we were getting some much needed quality family time I think that worked out for the best honestly oh yeah definitely so then he ended up going he started at his new job I'm at home with just me and Sawyer and I'm sitting there like, what in the hell did we do? (laughs) What did we do to ourselves? So it was a big change. I think I've adjusted very well to it, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely a big change. Yeah. So, you know, you're here. Carter finally goes back to work. When do you find, I know when, but tell them when you find out you're pregnant again. So with Scarlett, I always... Me and my brother are four years, three years and, hold on, I want to get this right. Anyways, I did not want our kids to be more apart than me and my brother are age-wise. So my brother's currently 18 and I'm 22. So we're a little, I think it's a little under four years because he turns 19 in July. Right. So we're... And the age gap, we've always fought, like, cats and dogs. Oh, yeah. We're different. I mean, we're completely different people. He's a boy. I'm a girl. You know, we're not expected to be best friends. But I didn't want it to be a bigger age gap than we had because it's a decent age gap. Mm -hmm. And it, we, Carter and I struggled with it for a while because we're still young. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we still, I'll be 30 six when Sawyer graduates from high school which is how old my mom was when she had me right which is crazy (laughs) it's so crazy and it's exciting I mean you know by 40 Carter and I will be empty nesters and you know it'll be interesting but so we always wanted we didn't even start talking about another kid you know you always joke like haha baby fever but like we really didn't seriously start talking about it until probably December of 20. 18 mm-hmm. so before we even moved um I remember you always being like I'm gonna have another baby yeah, yeah. and it, I knew I was always gonna have at least one more and I think we're probably done after Scarlet so but when we moved we planned on starting to try in October 
between October and November, uh, December is when we planned on starting to try. And so I was doing the proper, you know, things that you do. Oh, yeah, I, I remember tracking everything. Yeah, I was tracking everything. I was taking ovulation tests, which was a total different experience than what I had with Sawyer, which was fun. You know, I got to have, like, a different experience this time around. But we, when we got pregnant with Scarlett, I found out in July, July, August, September, October, November, December, yeah I found it in July so or I found it in August yeah August so two months after we moved Uh uh-huh so it wasn't meant to happen it was it was meant to happen you know but it was not I was taking the ovulation test and I was tracking you didn't think it'd be so soon I didn't think it would happen so soon so it was definitely a shock and I was beyond nervous to tell his family Cause it's like, hey, we just moved here, and guess what? I'm pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> I was just so nervous about it, and I didn't want. I was so nervous, so we told his parents. His parents had been out of town, and we were all sitting out. They have a farm out in more in the middle of nowhere. Oh okay. yeah, it's out there. So we were at the farm. We were sitting late. It was just me, Carter, and them talking. And Carter was like, "You guys ready to be grandparents again?" And his dad was like, "No shit." Like, it was like, you know, they were, they were like, congratulations, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they were excited, but it was just, like, And I what mean, did Carter shock. say to your dad? To what? Oh, sorry. What did Carter say to his dad? I don't, I, Carter's the one who told them, because I was like, you can tell them. Like, I'll sit there, but you can tell them. And he was just like, congratulations, dude, you know. And Carter was like, thanks. Like, we're excited. And I was like, when I found out. I knew, like, I knew I was pregnant with Scarlett. I was tracking, so I knew when to check. So I knew I was pregnant before I even missed my period. Mm -hmm. I got a positive test. So I found out really early. And so when I told them I was maybe five or six weeks. Mm -hmm. So they were like, you know, when? We were like, April. And they're like, alrighty. Like, you know, this is happening. This is going to happen, yeah. But, yeah. So you had Scarlett April 12th. What yep. time? Four... 4.32. Yeah, 4.32. Mm-hmm. During a pandemic. Yeah. Tell me about that. I mean, I don't know if it... How did it affect you, honestly? So, the pandemic, what, really started to, like, become a thing here in March. Right. Like, the beginning of March is when it started really happening. I remember you bringing up coronavirus to me way before I even knew what it was. Yeah. And I'm like, this girl, what right. is coronavirus? Exactly. And me and my mom, same thing. We went to, um, I don't even know. She was here one weekend. And I think we went to the mall and went out shopping. And, you know, and they're talking about this in the news. But it wasn't, it wasn't big yet because... You know, and then they came out saying that pregnant women were more susceptible. So then now I'm in a high risk category. I'm nervous as heck. My brother's on base somewhere. Mm-hmm. He all his stuff gets postponed because of COVID as well. So it was just like, I remember my mom called me. I was cleaning my bathroom. I was nesting. I was literally scrubbing my tub, and she's sobbing, crying because she couldn't go to my brother's graduation for from basic and I just which said, was the same week that you were supposed to have Scarlett exactly. right Scarlett was supposed to Scarlett was due April 19th his graduation was April 16th so the plan was that my mom was not going to be able to be here for her birth 
And so it was so that before even COVID was stressful, so upsetting for me. And then, you know, my mom's telling me she can't go. And I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, and she knew when we got off the phone, she texted me and she's like, I'm sorry. Like, I know you have so much more to worry about than, you know, just me going to this graduation. And I was like, like in a weird way, it just worked out with how everything I really think it did I think we well I ended up planning an induction mm-hmm. because I wanted to be make sure my mom could be here to watch Sawyer while we were in the hospital because Sawyer couldn't go to the hospital just you and just you it and could Carter only be a significant other it could be one support person right so it was just me and Carter he couldn't leave the hospital the whole time he had to stay in um at the time, they weren't requiring masks, so we didn't wear masks while we stayed in the hospital because I can't imagine. I know some people have had to do it, but I can't imagine giving birth and wearing a mask while Gosh. pushing. I can't do that. Yeah. So, it was a surreal experience. She was born on April 12th on Easter. I went in for my induction April 11th. So, with going in, it was relieving... The pandemic was scary. It was terrifying. We got home from the hospital. All my stuff went straight in the wash. The bag stayed outside. It was so... Having a newborn in germs is already scary. Having a newborn and it being during a pandemic when all of this stuff is going on was even more terrifying. But it worked to where my mom was able to come and stay with us for like a week and a half who had been social distancing just so everyone knows exactly that was another she, thing she she works from home well she was at the time mm-hmm. working from home so i don't want people to be like what you know yeah i had made sure she quarantined so that she was able to come and stay with us so she stayed with us and she was even nervous about traveling and when i went into the hospital they said they had the questions at my OB office every time. You know, they took your temperature. They ask you, do you have symptoms, blah, blah, blah. But it's a question that they started to ask was, have you been outside of your community or around someone outside of your community? Mm-hmm. So I gave birth. Scarlett was born in Ohio because that is the closest hospital, and that's where my OB delivered, which he's in Ohio as well. So I, I said, well, I live in West Virginia. And she's like, well, she's like, yeah, but have you been in contact with anyone outside of like you know these states or whatever and I said yeah my mom's staying with me from North Carolina and you could tell she hadn't gotten an answer like that before because the nurse just stopped and kind of looked at me and I was like she had to come watch my three-year-old right uh Carter's grandparents were supposed to do it but his grandparents are older so they were they had been quarantining before quarantine became a thing yeah so or self isolation. I don't know what whatever you want to call it's it. called. Same difference. So, it had to be that way. And you know, she just kind of looked at me, and that was it. And I was like, "This is you how had it has to, to do be. it." It was. I mean, if that if she didn't come, Carter would have had to stay here with Sawyer, and you go by yourself. Exactly. And no, that is that would have been and terrible. And I tell Carter now, I was so scared to not have my mom with me, and he kind of got offended when I said that one time, and I was like. You just have to understand, I'm the one that's in the most vulnerable place. I'm in so much pain, and, like, having my mom with me... You're very close with your mom. Exactly, and having my mom with me is so comforting. Not that having just you isn't, and but at when we were in the hospital, we both were saying it was so nice to it to just be us. You had a beautiful so, pregnancy yeah. and delivery with her. Yeah, I was only in labor for nine hours, and I pushed for eight minutes. Mm-hmm. 
and the doctor pulled her out and he turned her upside down to tell me that she had a vagina because we were scared last minute that she was going to come out with oh a Oh my gosh. And be a boy. But he flipped her upside down and he's like, it's a girl. And he, you know, he handed her to me and he's like, happy Easter. And we were like, all of us, the nurses, all of us were like, happy Easter. So it was very like, it was very special. But at the same time, it, you know, all the nurses had on protective gear. They oh, all yeah. like, I some I think um I know my sister-in-law is like friends with her delivery nurse on Facebook and oh stuff. really but like I wouldn't even know their face because they had masks on the entire time so uh-huh. I wouldn't know what that you know I wouldn't even know what I don't even know what they fully look like so. yeah so now Scarlett is two months pandemic is still here but no one saw you for how long? I mean, I haven't seen you since. The first time I saw you, Scarlett was just had was about to turn two months old. Right, but I have before. I haven't seen you since January. Because yeah, right. We came in January, and then you were gonna come when Scarlett. We born. were gonna come when Scarlett was born, but obviously that was Pandemic. postponed. Yeah. So the only person that held Scarlett was my mom mm-hmm. until Scarlett was a week old. And we went and saw Carter's parents, and his mom, Diane, held Scarlett with a mask on. Mm-hmm. Had to, I made sure she showered, had clean clothes on, and she held him, held her with a mask They're, on. Yeah, very. Just because I didn't want to take that. That's a special time, like, but at the same time, it's hard because you want to keep your baby safe from everything. Oh, that's the number one thing. So the only people that had held Scarlett were those two people until... Scarlett was maybe a month and a half, and by the, w- before we came to North Carolina, like maybe two other people had held her, but it was with masks. And then we came, we did the trip to North Carolina about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah, yeah. and that was when I first met her. Yeah, it was when they were saying the pandemic was dying down a little bit, and so we were like, you know, we're just gonna go. I mean, we barely left the house; we just stayed at the house, and you guys came over and hung out. But I told my mom, like, you guys are, like, family. I mean, there wasn't – I had we had to see you. Like, there wasn't any way right. out of it. So – but I've been very – because of my experience with Sawyer being in the hospital alone, like, with Sawyer being in the hospital and dealing with that – You were already scared. I was – exactly. I was already scared that something like that would happen and then add a pandemic into the mix of it. Insane. So, yeah, exactly. So, um – you know, things are dying down, you're seeing people again. So I kind of wanted to talk about um, with both babies. I know before, did you already struggle with anxiety and stuff before you had Sawyer and Scarlett? Yeah, I always, so my parents got divorced when I was in third grade. Uh And I started seeing a therapist because I started having extreme anxiety. Which everyone should see a therapist. Right, exactly, like normalized therapy yes but anyway so I started seeing a therapist and I always I saw a therapist off and on through high school mm-hmm. until probably my sophomore year of high school I haven't been to a therapist since so after I had Sawyer my anxiety became extremely horrible mm-hmm. so I got put on medication for it and then I did not I was okay. I could deal. Everything was fine. I have, like, social anxiety. I may not seem like I do, but I have pretty bad social anxiety. 
So then I start working at a barber shop. I'm talking to people 24 seven. I'm opening up, you know, I'm getting used to the flow of everything. But then with the job, a lot more came with it, specifically where I was working at the time. And so I started, I would stress out and be like, am I doing good enough? And is this, you know, I got in trouble for one time for not selling enough product that month. And I was just like, this is not, this is not what I want to be doing. It's not good and for And let alone health. I was already getting so, so much anxiety. It was just a whirlwind of emotions of like, are they going to like their hair? And I didn't have a bad experience. I had, I didn't have an experience where a guy was like, this looks horrible or anything like that. But in the back of my head, I was so nerve wracked of just like, it has to be good. It has to be perfect. I can't. So my anxiety got really bad. I started and at the job I was doing, we did facial straight razor shaves. So I remember you coming home one day. I was waiting at your apartment and you had your, um, you had a straight razor the next day. Yes. And I really thought you were going to like pass out. Yeah. So I became obsessive. Um, you could check your books on your phone. So I became obsessive about looking at my books every single day. With your schedule. With, right, my schedule. Just to see if I had a straight razor shave coming up. And I would contemplate calling out of work because I did not want to have to do it. And I haven't cut anyone. I haven't ever cut anyone or anything. It just made me really nervous. I didn't feel comfortable with it. But if I didn't do them, I got docked commission and I couldn't get up from that. Uh-huh. I would get a certain commission because I didn't do it and I couldn't get any higher. Mm-hmm. So it became a real problem with me. And so a lot of that, what that is also a main reason why we moved was I, my anxiety was so bad. I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't function. Right. And I ended up um, getting off of my anxiety medication when I had Scarlet. Right. I had to get off of it when I got pregnant and I really don't want to get back on anything, so I'm going to have to find some natural um, ways to cope with my anxiety because I don't want to put any pills in my body that don't need to be there. Right. So do you think that um, as of right now, where you are in your life with, you know, things besides the pandemic going on, do you think your anxiety and depression is worse or better than it's ever been? Is it at a plateau, like, kind of flatlining? Or? I think the worst is probably when I was working that job. Mm-hmm. At this point, my anxiety comes in different ways. It's waves, yeah. I'm very terrified of bugs currently. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which is so crazy. I'm terrified. And just... My whole thing with my anxiety is things that I cannot control, which I think is a lot to do with anxiety. But it's just things that I cannot control, and I can't control that a freaking wasp got in my house two weeks ago, and I almost passed out on the floor with my two kids in the living room. Uh So (laughs) it it's not necessarily gotten worse or gotten better in any way. I think it's just switched to a different And it's not – I don't want people to be like, oh, you're just scared of bugs. It's legit – anxiety yeah I just talk about it all the time and my mom gets so annoyed but I'm like you get annoyed at me talking about it imagine how annoying it is for me to constantly feel it about it yeah Mm -hmm. exactly so do you think pregnancy being a mom you're are you more um vulnerable to being anxious and depressed as opposed not just you but anyone right you mean like are if you're a mom are you more susceptible to that than being 
not a mom, basically. I definitely think there's a lot to worry about, which doesn't help with it. Uh Obviously, there's a lot to worry about. But also, when you're pregnant, your hormones are insane. And even after I had Sawyer, my I had to see an endocrinologist because my hormones were not going back to normal. So your whole body changes in every possible way you, you change. Especially after having two, it's just, I mean, it changes even more. So mm-hmm. I feel like definitely, obviously there's postpartum depression. And I didn't really have that with Scarlett. I had the baby blues where for like a week I cried every day. At like from like four to seven, I would just cry. And your mom had just left too. She had right, just my went mom back went home. back to North Carolina, but it started about three days before she left. Oh, did it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So and it was only for like six or seven days, and I was so blessed that it was only like that. With Sawyer, I was a little bit more depressed rather than baby blues, but it was nothing like absolutely out of. And he was born in the winter, and I don't know about you, seasonal but I get yeah, I get yeah. seasonal depression hardcore with Sawyer it was also a little bit different just because all my friends well besides you were in uh college they were all doing their own party thing you know all my friends in cosmetology school were the same age which when you go to cosmetology school it's not people fresh out of high school so they were all different ages but it just happened to be the class that I started it started right after a lot of people got out of high school just you know it started in August so a lot of people had gotten out of high school so we were all like within a year or two of each other the same Mm -hmm. age so it was the same you know I'm sitting at home and I'm nursing my baby and I'm with my baby which is amazing but then you know 18 year old me is like fuck yeah my (laughs) friends yeah like no one and that led to my next question I was gonna ask you about having friends I know it's different when you're like let you know when you're when you're a younger mom, I think it's a lot different. You know, being a new mom, you probably struggle with having friends, but people tend, you know, to have babies around the same age. Like, I know a lot of people we went to high school with are just now getting married and stuff. Right. So, yeah, talk about friends, just having friends with Sawyer, with Scarlett. Yeah, so with Sawyer... You know, you and I were friends, but there was also a period of time where we didn't talk. Mm -hmm. And so when I feel like honestly during that part, when I lived in Raleigh, I just went through, I would go through phases Mm -hmm. of different things. So when I was in cosmetology school, uh, when Sawyer was probably like three months old, all of my friends were going that I was friends with the cosmetology school going to a frat party Mm -hmm. and they're like, you have to come with us. And I'm like. I got a baby. Yeah, I'm like, I'm a mom. And they're like, you're 18. Well, I was 19 at that time. I turned 19 two months after I had Sawyer. And they're like, you're 19. Like, this is college time. Like, But I did a lot of partying in high school. Oh, yeah. You didn't miss out. Right, exactly. And so I ended up going to the frat party. And it was fun. Like, I'm glad that I went. I'm glad I did it. But when we got back that night, all of us were drunk. And I was like, which... You know, 19, anyway. Well, he was, Carter was with Sawyer. He wasn't. Oh, yeah, no, Sawyer, no, I wasn't even at the house. I slept over at my friend's house. Right. And I just got back and I cried because I was like, I miss my baby. I want to go home. Like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. And, you know, I got up the earliest I could the next morning and I left and went home. And I feel like after that, for a while, I wouldn't go out and leave the house. But then once I started working and kind of being more independent, and not just going to school and stuff. I went out a little bit more 
And I just feel like there doesn't need to be a stigma of moms can't go out and they can't have fun. Right. Especially when, especially when you're younger at any age, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a thing. Moms need a break. Oh, yeah. They need a break. So, it was a nice, I, like, definitely enjoyed the times where I, like, went out. And, I mean, still, still now, I mean, we have times where, you know, Carter and I will go get dinner. We'll have, like, a drinking night together. And, you know, we'll still do stuff like that. Because, I mean, he's 23, I'm 22. Mm -hmm. But I feel, I feel like with Sawyer, there was a lot, there was a lot more loneliness in a different way. Now I'm missing, like, you my family right well yeah you're in a whole different state right so that's a whole new aspect but just yeah having having friends as a young mom I could imagine you're 18 19 20 home with your baby and everyone your age is out being crazy you know yeah and I mean I don't know anyone in West Virginia besides Carter's family so finding friends here has been tough and I'm a total I might have a little bit of social anxiety, but I'm a total social butterfly. Like, yeah, I you are. I have to have friends. I have to have people, especially close. Like, obviously, I have you, but you're six and a half hours away. I mean, we literally talk every day. We do, but it's different. You need you need person to person. Right, exactly. So, I mean, that has been difficult to not have that here. So, which I have Carter's entire family, but... Having, like, a friendship is a lot different. Let me ask you, and I know the answer to this also, but this is for everyone else to hear. So, like we said, you know, having friends, like when you were in Raleigh, for instance, the people that you hung out with, the, that you were friends with, mm-hmm. you know, they would come and they would be like, oh, my friend Ariel has a baby. Right. Did you feel like those? it's hard to have genuine friendships? Because you can be friends with anyone. You can go out and hang out with people and have right. some drinks and get along with anyone. Right. Anyone can do that. Is it hard finding genuine friends that understand, okay, when you enter my house, there is a child here? Yeah, it definitely was. And I had some instances where it was just like, you need to understand that I am a mom. Oh, yeah. We might be the same age or I'm a little bit older or whatever it is. But I'm first and foremost, I am a mom. And you have to understand if I cancel plans last minute, it's because I have a child. Yeah. You know, they're and it's hard. It's hard. Some people can't do it it's not for everyone mm-hmm. you are a trooper and you yeah. understand I don't know why but I, I don't know either because I'm your only friend that has had a baby young. yeah and so I mean with other people it's it just really I, it definitely is hard to find people that completely understand and I have to I'm always a mom that doesn't turn off that doesn't stop just uh-huh. because I'm you know hanging out with a different type of person but I feel like for me and Richie so, like me and Ariel said, we've known each other since fourth grade. Carter and Richie, which me and Richie, so not to confuse anyone, Ariel met Carter through Richie. Correct. I met Richie through you and Carter. Right. Carter and Richie have been friends since, I want to say middle school. middle school. Richie and I, I think, it's Sawyer. We're busy, baby. Can you go out in the living room? We'll be out in a minute, okay? I'm not sure we're here. No, I need you to go out in the living room. Baby, we'll be out there in one second, okay? Oh, okay. I'm just in my popsicle all gone. You ate your popsicle? Yeah. All right, go. (laughs) 
I knew it was him. I heard his fast running feet. Okay, so I feel like Richie and I, it was never a question to us. We love you and Carter so much. And I know Richie could say the same when we, and we weren't together when when you found out you were pregnant. We didn't date for a while after that, but that's another story. <laughs> um, it wasn't a question for us. Right. We were like, you're having a baby? Yeah. Great. More of Ariel, Ariel and Carter to love, right. you know? And so I know it's just different when you... I don't want to cry. When you <laughs> see your friend or family, just someone you love so much, have a baby, mm-hmm. the love you have for that baby is insane. And I know Carter told us like two weeks ago in North Carolina when you came, he was like, I'm excited for you to be married and all, but I cannot wait for you to have a baby. Yeah. So, and I... I do realize that that's probably hard to find at a younger age. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. And there's different ways. I mean, you social media, you can find friends and stuff, right. but just finding that genuine friendship. But, I mean, Carter and I are beyond lucky to have you and Richie. Mm-hmm. Like, all, all of our dynamic together is perfect because we've all known each other for so long. And it's not just, like, you and Richie dated and then me and Carter dated and then we knew each other and so then they met like i've known richie for a long time carter's like there's such a like you know it's, it's a whole such story a yeah right, exactly so i mean it's we have such an amazing like friendship the four of us and that's like i feel like that's a dream thing like you're like oh i want to like hang out with <laughs> oh, you know, yeah my best friend and her boyfriend and you hope that the boyfriends get along or the girlfriends get along or whatever with but, that like, we knew it was gonna happen right exactly so and i feel like and I'm not going to get into me and Richie's whole dating story. That's going to be for another episode. But I feel like when you and Carter first told me about Richie, it, to me it was kind of like, oh, I'll hang out with their friend just so we can all hang out. And right. then it turned into, you know, something more serious. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I asked you all the hard-hitting questions. What is the best part about being a mom? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And I see you with the kids, so I know yeah. things that you might say, but just letting people know, not being a mom, you would do it, all, everything that you've been through, you would do it all over again for those kids. Oh, exactly, 100%. I feel like this is so cheesy, but, like, the best thing about being a mom is being called mama. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. Like, having some... This little child, this innocent... That you made. Perfect little baby. That's a... Per- he, I mean, Sawyer, obviously, is our first. He's a perfect mix of me and Carter. He's oh, yeah. He's getting so freaking sassy. And <laughs> just I'm, like you. Yeah. And I, cha- I try and hold on to the little moments because it's just like... There's like a quote. It's like the... The days go by... Fa- what is it? The days... The days are long, but the years are slow, I think is the thing or the years go by fast but it's just like blink in my eye Sawyer's almost four uh-huh. which is so insane that I can't I, believe I it have a four-year-old I mean he'll be going off to kindergarten soon and then oh my gosh don't even say I it. have Scarlett who's you know two and she start or two months old and she's starting to hold her head up and I'm like Carter's like I can't wait for her to crawl I'm like no we can freaking we wait can wait for that I can yeah. wait I can't so I mean every I love every single aspect 
about being a mom, even if it's Sawyer yelling at me to come wipe his butt. Like, mm-hmm. I literally, like... And Scarlet spitting up oh, on yeah, you. Oh, yeah, vomiting and- basically all over me. It's just, I... All the laundry, all the, you know, everything. <laughs> I, like, look at it. When I sit back and look at it, I'm like, I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't doing oh, this. I have said this a hundred times, and I'll say it till the day I die. I think Sawyer saved you and Carter. Mm-hmm. It, he really did. And not, our, you don't mean our relationship. Like, right, just right. Saved us As people, right. Yeah, and definitely. not that you were going down a horrible path, but I really think that for you and Carter. Oh, here he comes. Someone grabbed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I do think Sawyer definitely. I mean, it was meant to happen. Oh, yeah, Everything 100%. happened for the best. Yeah. So, where do you see your life going? I mean, and it's fun, it's weird to ask that because I know if I would have asked you two years ago, are you going to be living in West Virginia? You would have said, hell no. Right. But where where do you see your life going from here for you and Carter, for, like, your family and stuff? What are goals that you would like to set? Just anything. Moving to West Virginia was never a, like, that we're not moving here, and we said we don't want to be here forever. Right. So, goal-wise, we want to move back to North Carolina within the next five years. Five years being probably like the low point, the low ball. We just want to be able to stock away money, Mm -hmm. save money to get in a better financial place and then be able to move back to Carter. We both love it here to a certain degree, but our hearts are in North Carolina and that's where we want to be at. So That's where you belong with us. realistically five years Sawyer will be in he'll be if he's gonna go to kindergarten he'll be eight yeah so what is that probably like second second yeah and Scarlett will be in kindergarten um oh my gosh I know (laughs) I don't know what my future is job wise eventually I'll go back to work I don't know if I want to continue doing hair but I've talked about possibly doing real estate oh yeah or something along those lines um, and then Carter wise, he'll probably be working at a plant, hopefully, so that we're able to stock away money and do what we, do what we want to do. But we both said by twenty five, we want to be financially stable and in a place where we're very comfortable and able to move back to North Carolina. Yeah, right. So the last question I have to ask you before we close this out, what? I'll limit you because I'm sure you could list 80 million things. What are three things you want young moms or new moms or general old moms, any mom to know, people who want to be moms? What do you want people to know? Three things. Oh. <laughs> um, well, first I want to say having a kid is hard at any age, no matter if you're young or old. Um, never prepared never prepared cannot be fully prepared I'm I just had my second kid and I feel like a first time mom all over again Mm -hmm. uh take the mo every moment that you have all the little moments cherish them because you're not going to be able to remember everything even though how much you want to little things are gonna you know just write down another thing is just take every single moment and cherish it as it goes. You're not going to be able to remember 
Amazing. The cat's scratching the door. <laughs> You're not going to be able to remember everything. And I've kept a lot of, I take a lot of pictures. I take a lot of, I put a lot of notes in like books and everything just to try and remember. Like Sawyer says the funniest stuff. Oh, yes, he like, does. He pronounces stuff so funny. And I want to remember those little things. I want to remember those little things and cherish them, but it gets hard. You get stuck up in things, but third thing, hmm, third thing is probably people are always going to give you unsolicited parenting <laughs> oh, yeah. advice. Always, 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 always. Whether they're a mom or not, huh? 100%. So I would just, you can listen to what they say and just take it how you want to take it, but Every baby's different. Every single baby is different. And every mom is different. Every mom is different. When people give me parenting advice, I just listen. And I'm not offended by it. But especially when you're a young mother, people think that you don't know what you're doing. Which you don't necessarily. But even second time around at 22, I feel like people still question me. And which is fine. Question me. That's cool. I'm still going to do what I want to You don't do. care. You never have cared. No. And I so, love that about you. And, I mean, that's just going into that is a whole thing. Oh, yeah. So, but I would just, I feel like the main takeaway is do what's best for you. I don't, I feel like people are always like, oh, like you got pregnant at a young age and there's like such a stigma to it Uh but I did get pregnant at a young age but I graduated high school I got I don't even what we were talking about this yesterday I got my license I got a cosmetology license there's a word for it I can't think of it I in a trade that's what it is yeah I went to a trade school I worked full time. I wanted to stay at home, but at the time it just wasn't the thing for me. And now I'm getting to do that, which is so amazing. It's so, I was telling Carter yesterday, it's so cool to see Scarlett right now because this is when I started to miss a lot of stuff with Sawyer because I was working and going to school. And it sucked dropping your kid off with someone else and they got to spend the day with them and, you know, you went off to do your thing and that might be some people's thing and it was my cup of tea for a while and it's just not anymore. So I respect people who do work full time, but just cherish every moment you get because they go by so quickly. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I'm going to close this out. We have people waiting for us outside the door, (laughs) little people and dinner. Um. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. I was so uh, I was so shocked when you asked me. I was so excited. I'm so glad I had you. You were number one person I wanted to interview besides Richie, of course, because <laughs> I just love him and whatever. I don't. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so glad we got to, you know, share your experiences with other people, and I hope this will help people. And I love you. Yeah, I hope so too. I love you too. <laughs> so thanks, guys, for listening. Oh, I don't want to say guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will be talking to you very soon. Bye. Bye.